With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome in. This is the CEO's You Should Know podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Hartwell. Let's say hello to Kevin Stecco of 80s Tees. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Thanks for having me, Johnny. All right. So tell us everything we need to know about your company. Easy way to explain it is um, if you enjoyed doing something in the 1980s or watching something um, pop culture, then we probably sell a T-shirt for it. So whether that was uh, watching MTV or Top Gun, Karate Kid, to watching cartoons like He-Man and Thundercats, uh, listening to music like Madonna and Motley Crue, uh, whatever, whatever you can think of that you enjoyed in that era, we try to have a t-shirt for it. What is your best-selling t-shirt? Um, well, our best-selling t-shirt is a Top Gun t-shirt um, that basically says, Talk to me, Goose, in large font. Is that because of the Tom Cruise movie out this summer? Is that what you know, launched the sales of these T-shirts? No, actually, I think the reason the movie is doing so well is just because of the built-in love for it, and uh, we've been taking advantage of that love for twenty years now. With uh, so it's been it's, so it's been consistently a hot seller for you for 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 the past couple of decades, huh? Yes, Top Gun has been our. Um, best-selling movie t-shirt pretty consistently for 20 years with uh the one exception being when cobra kai the tv show was ultra hot um the karate kid tees uh briefly moved in front for a while that is really cool what about uh what's the hottest music-based t-shirt that that sells on your website yeah um that kind of varies a little bit but def leopard is pretty consistently the number one selling band we sell well that's cool but it's not just 80s you have 90s stuff you have uh, video games, uh, wrestling. You have a variety of T-shirts. Anything in pop culture, you probably have. Yes. Yeah, most of our stuff does have a retro um, bent. So, you know, 90s is now um, 22 years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. um, so that that qualifies for retro for sure. Um, it's it's not our best-selling stuff, but, but definitely. Uh, and the video games we sell are mostly focused on, like, you know, your... Um, Donkey Kongs and Mario Brothers, things that were popular back then. How did you come up with this idea? What's the, the what's the origin story of the of 80stees.com? Yeah, so uh, there's kind of like two parts to the origin story. The first part is I went to Penn State in the uh, mid to late 90s, and there was a shop in in an alley, uh, and it, they sold these retro T-shirts, amongst many other things. But uh, that's why I went there. And so I had bought a He-Man t-shirt at this store. And uh, the summer of 99, I wore that He-Man t-shirt to Kennywood Park. And six different people asked me where I got the shirt. And that just kind of like seemed uh, neat to me that so many people had no idea where to get this. And, uh, you know, I kind of got lucky getting it just because I went to Penn State and I, I had never seen him anywhere else. So I decided I would take a few shirts from that guy that was selling them in state college and put them on eBay and uh, it just sort of blossomed from there. And, and how big of a business, it, this is a worldwide business now. 
yeah, we sell in uh, lots of different countries all throughout the world. And uh, we like, we've been around since pretty much um, I started at like December of 99 is when I started building the website and putting the auctions on eBay. So yeah, 22 years uh, I've been doing this and uh, sold multi multiple millions of t-shirts in that time. So other than the U S what are, what are some popular t-shirts from outside the U S what are they still interested in Top Gun or is there something else that is different in, in Europe and Asia? What are the hot, hot, uh, hot t-shirts around the world? Yeah, surprisingly, Top Gun is really popular <laughs> in other countries, which, you know, being a you know, military-themed movie, you, you wouldn't think it necessarily would be. Um, we, we sell a lot to Canada and Australia. Those are our two big countries uh, after the United States. And, and they're very similar, um, you know, in terms of pop culture to, to what we are here. Now, the T-shirt that you, you – the T-shirt shop in, in State College, was that in the same – I can't remember the road, but I I went to uh, I used to live in State College. Is that the the same place where the Rat Skeller is? Calder Way or something? Calder Way is that what Calder it is? Way. Oh, that's what a, it. Yes. What a small world. So, yeah, so all right. on Calder Way, there was a little shop, and they, I mean, I guess you would call it like a head shop. You know, they had like all kinds of different stuff like that, um, Afghans and paraphernalia, and they just had a few t-shirts and they always put them on their wall so i loved walking by there that is crazy i remember that store so once you opened up your own store your storefront and basically it's not a brick and mortar store this is a this is a website um how long before you said hey this is this is my full-time job this is how i'm going to make a living what was what was the challenge of really coming up with a brand that that people would recognize uh yeah so i i started the website and i like pretty much in at the exact same time I graduated college. And then I did work for a, a couple of years, almost three years as a, um, an engineering field. I was a geo geo environmental engineering graduate from Penn state coming onto the 2002 Christmas season based on, you know, the, the projection that I had for sales. I, and, and the fact that I didn't have employees and I was shipping all these shirts out of my house with, just my my now wife, my current wife, she was my girlfriend then, and my, my mother would work for us too. Um, that just wasn't going to work. <laughs> like I, I couldn't spend eight hours somewhere else or, or you know, eight plus hours somewhere else every day. So I, I went full time. We actually hired people to come to the house and help out. Um, so, yeah, since September of 2002 is when I've been full time. And, and so you have – how many kids do you have now? I have three children, three boys. All right, so – uh, you, you're going to have to pay uh, Tom Cruise. You say if it wasn't for Tom Cruise, the kids wouldn't be able to get, go to college. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, Co- uh, Cobra Kai and uh, Top Gun have definitely <laughs> uh, fed my kids quite well. <laughs> All right. So, um, how has your business evolved once you started and you launched the website? What was what was that difference maker? What's your what was what was kind of the marketing plan? What was the one thing that made you known across the the globe? Yeah, you know, I think um, originally the site ranked really well in the search engines, almost because of my uh, the fact that I wasn't like a computer engineer or like a, a developer of software of any kind. Because I just used this homemade. Well, it's not really homemade. It's like a what you see is what you can get editor. So like anyone could uh, use this software and build a website if you're capable of like you know doing an email. You could have used the software, and uh, because of that. I, I had to organize everything into these neat folders on my website. So I had like your 
a folder called eighties movies. And then there was a folder called top gun t-shirts and, and, and just because of my lack of knowledge and the fact that I wasn't doing things out of a database, the Google loved that because it was all easily read by their search engine spider. So originally it was like all about the search engines. Um, over time that definitely changed. And, uh, now Google, you know, when you do a search for a uh, top gun t-shirt, the first three quarters of the page, anything you click on, someone's paying for that. So that, that kind of went away. But um, now we're very much focused on social media and uh, we've even tried like direct, um, direct mail catalogs. Uh, so we're always trying stuff to get people to the website, but social media is definitely the biggest. All right. So what's your, what is your current biggest challenge? Uh, yeah. I mean, right now it's, it's getting traffic to the, to the website. That's uh, you know, you're, we're uh, now in a world where everything is pay to play. Whereas when I first started, that was not the case. So we're always trying to figure out where can we, where can we buy um, ads? Where can we put, put ourselves out there so that we can get people to the website at a cost that doesn't make us go bankrupt. Yeah. You don't want that. You got three kids to raise. Uh, You need all, you need to, you need all the top gun t-shirts that you can sell. Um, Is there any particular t-shirts that you, other than top gun that, that surprised you that how hot they might be? Is there any particular web, um, any t-shirts that you thought, Oh, they're going to love this and kind of fell flat. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens all the time. So um, back in the day, I used to have to buy the T-shirts in bulk before we sold them and put them on a shelf. And so in in that in those days, every time I made a mistake, it was really easy to see <laughs> because I had huge stacks of the same T-shirt. So um, there was all kinds of misses. And uh, those those you know, I might have to buy three hundred pieces of, of design and then i find out that after a month maybe i've sold two of them um so that yeah that, that was like a regular occurrence is there any and, particular t-shirt that that didn't go well that is more memorable than the other ones unfortunately i, I can't say that there is uh, there it's just kind of like a part of doing business of of missing on a design but yeah no, nothing in particular that I, that I thought would be a super home run that that didn't work um but you know, I I would say I was pretty good at figuring out what people would like um, because I think my audience is essentially people that grew up similarly to to what I did. So, you know, generally if I liked it, and I, not that I have some kind of great taste or anything, but I just relied on the fact that um, you know there are going to be people similar to me. So if I like it, I'm sure they'll like it as well. So what's the future of '80s teas? Um, we're going to do it as long as we can. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as you can tell from the current pop culture landscape, the, the eighties sort of has never gone away. Um, and I think that's even more so than the nineties. Um, the things that were popular in the eighties were just experienced by more people. So, and, and when I say that, I mean, you know, in 1985, chances are, 50% of people didn't even have cable. So, uh, you know, people were watching like the same shows on the same channels as everyone else. Uh, the, you know, there weren't all these options to watch movies over and over again. You had to go rent them. So we, we all sort of were exposed to the same stuff and, and that, that shared pop culture um, experience just doesn't happen now. I mean, at, at this point today, what there's like seven or eight different major streaming services 
uh, or maybe maybe you'd say four stream, major streaming services and another four that are like up-and-comers. Um, it'll never be the same. A- any new show will never be as popular as even, say, like Growing Pains, which was, a you know, by all counts, a mediocre 80s sitcom. Um, more people watch that show than will ever have watched a current the current most popular show right, right now. Right. And, uh, and because of that, I think the eighties are going to continue to uh, be a source of joy and shared experiences for people um, for another, for, for a long time, it, it, mainly because we keep bringing them back. So in 20 years from now, they'll be retro again to the people that watch the transformers movies that came out in 2007, for instance. All right, you, you mentioned uh, Top Gun is a retro 80s movie, and you mentioned, uh, you know, Def Leppard did retro 80s music. What about retro um, TV shows or commercial, you know, old commercials? Yeah, the, the TV shows more than the commercials. Um, commercials are really tough because the rights to them typically don't extend um, into the future. But, like, for instance, uh, you know, A-Team and uh, MTV, uh, you know, even, like, Greatest American Hero, uh, Fraggle Rock, Miami Vice, those things all s- still sell uh, pretty well. The, the really frustrating thing about some of the 80s sitcoms, we can't get officially licensed t-shirts for them um, just because they weren't really thinking that far ahead of time and merchandising for TV shows wasn't the same as it is, say, for movies. So, like, there's just, like, there's just no one out there actively trying to monetize um, who's the boss, for example. <laughs> there's nobody monetizing, um, uh, what the Danza, what's his name? Tony Danza, right? Tony Danza, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Do you ever get a request that you go, oh, yeah, that would be great to uh, see if we can get the rights to? Do you get those kind of requests? All the time. Yeah, yeah, literally every day people ask us for cool stuff. And um, I mean, there's there's times where I've tried figuring it out. Um, sometimes ownership rights are just impossible to determine. Like I've there's there's one movie in particular. Um, I I had Sony that I, I I boiled it down. I thought Sony owned it through their acquisitions over the years, and um, I asked them about it, and they said, "No, we don't own it. This this other company." So I contacted the other company, and they said, "No, Sony owns it." <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Can you tell us what that com- that that movie was? Oh, um, I'm trying I'm trying to remember uh, exactly which one it is, and uh, right now I can't I can't oh, think of it. But it was it, it's one of the like lower budget type of movies where um, you know you can still find a lot of them for whatever reason, the the rights to show them on TV are a little clearer than whoever owns the rights for merchandising. So oh, that, that's, okay. Uh, so that's a whole, a whole nother ball of wax is another part of your business that we don't know anything about. Like, hey, it should be easy to get something for this particular movie, and it may not be that easy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that that happens a lot. People are like, how can you call yourself 80s tees when you don't have no, no use, for instance, like the Cosby show or – Who's the boss? One of these things that are like, you know, sort of synonymous with 80s television. And it's just like, well, yeah, there's there are uh, rights reasons that we just cannot do that right now. If you could wave your magic wand and magically get the rights to a particular movie or TV show or music, is there something that that is on your bucket list? (laughs) Man, I would really love to get the rights to this particular, you know, Um, the likeness rights for the big trouble in little China movie would be amazing for me, which um, it just has so many cool visuals and uh, it's, it's like a cult classic that the, the fans are just hyper, you know, the people that actually know it just love it. Like 
like no other. And uh, for whatever reason, there are no likeness rights for that one. What about Star Wars movies and Disney? Is that is that a problem for you? Well, we so um, what we do is we have kind of like a hybrid business model where we buy t-shirts from officially licensed wholesalers as well as go get our own rights. So um, in the case of Star Wars, we we're buying the t-shirts from companies that have the rights to make it. So yeah, I, I don't go do direct deals with Disney just because they um, they are a behemoth and it would probably cost more than my annual revenue to even approach them for that. That makes sense. All right. So if listeners need your service, what's the best way to contact you? Or if they have a request, how do they do that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, if you go to our website, 80stees.com, so that's just 80stees.com, um, we are hassling you to chat with us or uh, give us your email. Um, any, any of those ways, you know, that once you get on our email, if, if you reply to anything like that, we'll, we'll definitely see it. Um, we also are on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so yeah, any kind of messages from there we, we get as well. Very cool. Kevin Stecco of 80s Tees and a CEO you should know. Kevin, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you, Johnny. This has been the CEO's You Should Know podcast, showcasing businesses that are driving our regional economy. Part of iHeartMedia's commitment to the communities we serve. I'm Johnny Hartwell. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.